1: Welcome to the Bottom Bible. I'm Katie.
0: I'm Vanessa. In a whole new technological frontier.
1: Yay! Yeah, we got Vanessa up on her garage band with tracks and things. It's great. Mics. It's all happening. Um, We're making stuff happen. 2020. We're doing it. The disaster zone it is. We're making it happen.
0: (laughs) 2020. It's, It's fine. It's fine. So,
1: speaking of 2020 and the disaster, um, the young babies and many adult teachers and educators and parents and all the things, y'all are going back to school. um, And it's a very stressful time, whether it's virtual, half virtual, all in school, what have you. Um, So we thought it would be a fun mini-sode idea to do an episode on throwing it way back to some of our most precious memories of going back to school. I loved going back to school. Um, I loved the ritual of like getting the new like pencils and like all my new stuff and like what I could get that was like fresh and new and um, I liked that season. So uh, we're going to talk about how things were back in the old days of back-to-school pre-computers. Back in in our day. Yeah. Um, Back in our days. Buckle it up. Um, So we have it categorized, um, and we're going to do, like, school supplies, clothing, um, shows. um, And then just
0: random stuff.
1: Yeah, random nostalgia. A a grab Um,
0: bag of nostalgia.
1: Okay, so, what do we want
0: to start with first? Do we want to
1: do school supplies?
0: I need school supplies because that's really where my heart lies. Okay. Um, I, to this day, as a woman in her 40s, um, feel true joy when I see back-to-school sections go up. Um, It warms the cold, cold (laughs) nether regions of my heart. (laughs) Um, I want everything I drag Mm -hmm. every friend who's at a target with me in truly is the Staples commercial the most wonderful time of the year for me yes Um, I am here for it
1: we are very similar I love a school office supply
0: there's something very hopeful to me this sounds so cheesy so lifetime movie but I am Valerie Bertinelli in this moment. There is something <laughs> so hopeful about a blank notebook to me. Mm. Like the possibilities endless. Mm-hmm. A fresh notebook just makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. It develops. It's like,
1: I, it could be I know anything. What you mean. Yeah. It's very, I just realizing this like connection and association to Like specifically like moleskin notebooks, but also Mm -hmm. just like composition books. It feels very, it's like you are Dylan. You are in the village. You can compose anything or like a legal pad. Oh, I live for a legal pad. Oh, college ruled legal pad. Give me all the things. Um, but it does. It's very like I'm about to embark on my next novel. My next like it's very I don't know. It there There's some kind of weird I associate it and I'm just realizing it now with like a cold, wintry, fall, like Dylan in the village in his like tiny little apartment. I don't know why. Why is it so Bob Dylan to me? But it is. Okay. <laughs> and I think that's what well, inspired me. Here-
0: Katie and I, the Venn diagram of us overlaps a lot. And where it doesn't overlap has never been more evident to me than in the last, like, two minutes. (laughs) Because you said you imagine yourself as Dylan. In my Uh head, that was Dylan McKay from (laughs) 90210. It wasn't until about halfway through the rest of your next sentence that I was like, oh, she means Bob. She means Bob. I was a Dylan fan, though. But I was like, yeah, Dylan, intense. I don't remember ever having a lot of notebooks. Oh, that's not who she – oh, got it. Yep, yep, <laughs> hmm yep, yep. Okay, so would you
1: like yeah. to do the honors? Would you like to go first in terms of, like, your school supplies that you coveted? I would love loved?
0: to. I would love to, and I also do need to – at some point, we need to have a discussion on why college-ruled is superior – than wide ruled. And That's basically, I don't talk to wide ruled people. <laughs> um, I don't understand you. Love yourself more. Wide ruled? I don't Just know her. Don't know her. College ruled. <laughs> the one, the only. Anything else is trash. It's Anything ridiculous. other than college ruled. I don't get it. Why even bother manufacturing it? Don't bring this filth into my world. I have enough <laughs> to deal with. Please. But yes. Okay. So you had mentioned in our texts when we were discussing, uh, talking about this, uh, the trapper keeper. Mm -hmm. And back in my day, before you were probably born, um, 100% before you were born, because I was already in school before you were born. Trapper keepers were um, all the rage, but also kind of a thing of luxury Oh yeah, because yeah, they were yeah. a little expensive. They were more expensive. They did keep your things trapped in there, as the commercials I remember um, showing that, like mm-hmm. the folders were specially designed so that your papers wouldn't fly out of it. They wouldn't slip out of it. Hence, trapper keeper, trapping them, keeping them safe. Um, I went with the now. I also shared with Katie that I had a lot of uh, links I was going to send her. And mm-hmm. here's going to be the first one. Let me open up our our shot. Wait. Um. So this is my binder of choice. Was not the Trapper Keeper. It was the blue cloth uh, binder. So it was like a canvas, like that blue kind of rough. <gasps> oh my god! Uh, canvas yeah. binder. Yes. Now I wanted these because my cousin got three ring binder. and I wanted to do everything he did. Yes. But it's that blue canvas uh, cover that you can write on. Yeah. Well, I wanted it because my cousin wanted that one. Everything he did, I just instantly labeled as cool. He Mm. was inspired by Molly Ringwald in 16 Candles because that's the same kind of binder she has. Yes. And she used to write the name of her favorite bands all over it. Uh, So that's what we would do, too. Oh, my God. And I remember these being at Costco, back in the day it was the Price Club, now it's Costco, um, but they used to have a back to school set that it was one of these blue canvas binders with like a plastic pencil pouch, pencils, erasers, like a whole like, uh, you know, some paper, like loose leaf paper and stuff. And it was this whole kit that you could buy. And I remember my aunt used to buy one for each of us when we were going back to school. Um, because it's like that family thing where only one aunt has the Costco card, like the financially yeah. responsible one has the Costco yeah. card and buys everything for everybody else. So I used to tag along on the back to school sale or back to school, like shopping trip. And I would get like score one of these binders and mm-hmm. it, I still see these binders and am filled with joy when I see them once in a while. Like I want one, I have no need for them anymore. I'm actively always looking for an excuse to buy one. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes, I totally I love under, I totally get that. My, those, my dad used to have those in his lab, mm. um, and they were just filled to the brim with, um, I don't know, papers and all kinds of things, um, that he was, like, trying to get published and, like, different, I don't, I don't know, it's like Chandler Bing, I like, kind of know what he does, um, no, I'm just kidding, he's a, he was a professor, he's a very smart man. <laughs> He was a crystallographer. Um, so, yes, on the nose with the Trapper Keeper being very expensive. So we had a Trapper Keeper in my family that just continued to get like an heirloom passed down. So I didn't get to have the fancy, fancy Lisa Frank um, wow. ones. It was the one with the balloon on it. That, like, iconic, oh, yeah. iconic 80s one. Yes. yes. Because... Um, we, what do they say on Parks and Rec? We're a little, like, have no money. We really were, though. So back to school, looking through it now through the lens of, like, an adult, like, was a very stressful time for my parents because there were three kids. We all needed shit. Oh, my God. Um, so I think I got my brother's. I got my brother's Trapper Keeper. Um, maybe my sister got her own, but I was like queen hand-me-downs. I basically, and I was similar to you. We're like pretty much whatever my brother had was instantly cool to me. Um, so I was like fine with it. But, um, when you were saying about the three ring binders, I remember something specific that was specific to the school that I went to, the elementary school that I went to. We had to get, um, and I think we had to purchase them from the school, but they were calendars. And they were our they were these brown calendars. Every single student, even like preschool, kindergarten, we all had them. And you had to write your homework in them. Maybe not kindergarten and preschool, because I realize you're learning those skills. But I know for sure first <laughs> grade, we had to write our homework. And that's where our homework assignments, and it was like a thing. Like at the end of the day, oh. every teacher would be like, get out your Brown, they called them something, but like get out your organizer, your planner or something and write your homework assignments. So if you missed your homework assignment, they would check your Brown planner to make sure, oh, you didn't write it or you wrote it right here. Why didn't you do it? So that was a way to have like all the assignments. Um, And that is like, oh. I hated that thing because calendars still don't work for me. The lists are way better. If I need to organize it in my right. own weird chaotic way, but it works. Um, calendars aren't great. But um, that was such a thing that was like echoing, ringing in the mm-hmm. the new year. Was getting a fresh, crisp, brown planner to like start. We
0: we did not have anything nearly that fancy. Yeah, um, absolutely yeah, not. I do remember, school. I remember homework assignments, I would write down on a piece of like a paper in my notebook um, with the period number. So every day I would go through like for ju- homework really wasn't a thing until junior high for me, because otherwise it was always the same class. Like we didn't move from one class to another until oh, junior okay. high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we didn't have like periods. Like we just, you know, we had like a schedule throughout the day, but Mm -hmm. like it was the same teacher all day long. So it wasn't until junior high that we started having different periods with different teachers every period. And I would write down like the date, and then I would write down one, circle it, two, three, four, five, six, seven, however many periods we had, and then would write down the homework assignments on the front page, because I was a crazy person. I was i love how i'm using past tense am (laughs) um because i still do the same thing at work uh at work i have a notebook and i write the date at the top of it and then i start numbering my list like when i whatever i have to do for the day oh my brain Um,
1: would just for a day to be that organized it is it it, it's a it's like a it's it's a soup all the pieces are there but they're just floating around all together (laughs) At once. Like that Beatles song, (laughs) all together now. Um, What about, what about, did you have any like lunch boxes or like the thermoses with the lunch boxes? Was that a thing?
0: I, I did. I remember having, being old enough to have had the metal lunch boxes, not heavy metal.
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But the like tin heavy boxes that ended up getting outlawed because kids were clobbering each other in the head with them at some point Oh my God. um and then now they're plastic or like soft now it's i they're i haven't soft. seen a plastic lunchbox in, in, a, in a minute but now they're yeah. like the soft zipper like Cloppy insulated canvas ones. ones yeah yeah so but back in my day it was a metal lunchbox which stank like bananas one banana would ruin your lunchbox for the rest yes. of its life yeah um I don't remember all the lunch boxes I had, but I would get a new one every year, every mm-hmm. school year. I nice. remember at some point I had a strawberry shortcake one. Um, I may have had, like, I don't know why I'm remembering Scooby Doo. I don't know if I 100% had a Scooby Doo mm. one or I just wanted one. I know for sure I had a um, Hello Kitty themed one i don't know if it was hello kitty it might have just been a Sanrio lunchbox okay. with the different Sanrio characters on it um the oh god i had a sesame street one mm-hmm. for sure i remember the sesame street one and then i may have just had one that wasn't characters but just had like it was almost like a lisa frank type but it just had like some illustration yeah on it and that one I covered in like stickers and random shit. Um, so I don't think that was like a character one. I think it was just like an, oh, it's purple with a unicorn on it. I'll, I'll take it. Sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. We had, so we had like in the kitchen that I grew up in, Um, we had, I remember specifically where the lunchboxes were kept. And so I, I did get, I think one or maybe two new lunchboxes. But I also do remember like youngest child, we had perfectly good lunch boxes mm-hmm. and thermoses that matched. Pick the one that you want. Um, so I, there was like a Ninja Turtle one. And I know there was a Care Bears one for sure. There was a yellow mm-hmm. one and I'm drawing a blank as to what was on it. But it was some kind of like Sesame Street, Care Bears, Peanuts. We did have a really cool... Like it mimicked, it was plastic. All of these were plastic, but it mimicked the old school, like lunch boxes that were, had like the tall mm-hmm. and the shorter bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a Snoopy. It was his house. I loved that lunch box. I loved it. I wish we still had it. It was yellow, which is weird because Snoopy's house is not yellow, but it had Snoopy on the top. And like that was like, it was like his house shape, basically. Um, right. And right. that was. My favorite. I think
0: that I might have I had kind the of the remember that one. one. Yeah. Right. I think my sister. I may have remembered being that one at least. I think I probably had a Smurfs one mm-hmm. as well because I was I went into a real big Smurf Smurf place, not yeah. Smurf. I went into a <gasps> major place of Smurf.
1: It might have been Muppets. Might have been what was on that yellow one. Uh, I think so. I think it was Muppets because those right. was Muppet babies, maybe because that was really mm-hmm. big when I was around that that age. but I just remember it was like a sunshine yellow with white tabs and that was like and that might have been one of the new ones because Muppet Babies right. was kind of more my age. It would have been a little bit too young for my siblings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe that's why I loved that one so much but we kept it in the same I don't remember, built-in. I remember that.
0: I don't remember you ever using the thermos. I remember having thermoses But I don't remember if I ever used one because I think, like, when I was younger, we would have had milk, Mm -hmm. uh, like, provided to us.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then
0: after that, I think it was, like, Capri Suns or juice boxes. Yeah, like a little cardboard carton of milk. And then after that, it would have been, like, a juice box or, like, a Capri Sun. I grew up in, like, the era of the Capri Sun, like, the height. Or maybe the very beginning of the Capri Sun. yeah. So the, there was the alternative to the thermos. Cause I was very sensitive, still I am, to smells. Oh, and mm-hmm. the smell of the plastic, as, as soon as the plastic got, as soon as like the smell got attached to that plastic, it was done for me. I was, know the smell
1: of tomato soup in one of those plastic thermoses. Ugh. I can, I can, I'm smelling it right now. Like yeah, once
0: for me it's it's bananas. Mm, I do. I love bananas,
1: but 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 the banana smell of the lunchbox after it's eaten. No. Uh, No. One thing was there anything in particular that like was in your lunchbox that you loved, like that was like you were super stoked?
0: Yes, the never trade them for anything in the world, Doritos. (gasps) Okay, and any sort of like. Cakey thing, like uh, mm-hmm. we would get ding dongs a lot. Like we'd get a box of ding dongs, mm-hmm. and I would have a ding dong in my lunchbox. Um, I always wanted two, and she never gave it <laughs> Never, none, n- neither of my parents ever gave in and gave me more than one. But um, I think I I got like sandwiches all the time, and it was usually like a peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my mom used too much peanut butter for my liking. She liked peanut butter on both sides of. Bread. Oh, okay. And I was a strictly one side. One side has to be peanut butter. One side has to be jelly. Mm-hmm. And they have to be a maybe slightly less jelly than peanut butter, but fairly even. Yeah. Uh, and she was a heavy peanut butter, like as if I were Mr. Ed and she needed <sighs> me to speak. <laughs> Creamy or crunchy? Um, I had to have crunchy. Mm. I, I was not. I am not. It's not a, until... I've now really in the last couple of years that I've been okay with uh, uh, smooth peanut butter uh-huh. or the creamy peanut butter, uh, and that's because Doctor Boyfriend has both varieties at his house.
1: Oh, interesting!
0: And occasionally he doesn't go grocery shopping and refill uh, the cupboard with the crunchy peanut butter, which is my favorite. So I've had the smooth and have been like, oh. This is actually lovely. It's pretty good. It's fine. Yeah. Sometimes I'm in a smooth mood now. Uh, We also sometimes have them on waffles and it's hard Mm. to do crunchy on the waffle.
1: It's true. Yeah. I remember my mom used to make, and I mean, this is probably, this is, we're going down when we talk to dietary things that I ate as a child multiple reasons why i always had stomach aches and horrible gas um but she would make me pita bread sandwiches Mm -hmm. and i Mm -hmm. loved them i thought they were the coolest things you would cut this pita and you'd have two different pockets and i was like the only one that had like um these like pita pockets also i went to school with like a bunch of like share Horowitzes, and they like legit like had like sushi and things in their lunch pails um yeah yeah it was crazy um For elementary school and then middle school and high school was like a level playing field. But like I would, my mom would make me these little like pita pockets and I was a very weird, still am, very, very weird kid with textures and certain foods. I did not like mayo and ketchup. I did not like really ketchup and mustard. I liked mayonnaise and mustard. That was it. That was the only like flavoring I wanted. I wanted it very simple. I only liked certain cheeses. I only like, certain like I, it, one thing is off, I was gone. Like I was like, I was out of there. And I, I mean, I probably still ate it because I was, it was school and I loved it, but right. I would like, we also had Lunchables. Lunchables were huge when I was, uh, oh, school, Lunchables
0: but- were a little after my time of bringing lunch to school. Like I yeah. remember Lunchables, but I wasn't like bringing like a lunch box type of mm-hmm. thing to school anymore. Yeah. Um, I mainly had peanut butter and jelly because um, I think I've told this story on the pod before, but when my mom came to the U S they were um, they were not rolling in cash. So times was tough and they had um, they would buy bologna. And so they'd get fried bologna for a lot of things like Mm -hmm. fried bologna sandwiches, fried bologna, we like mixed in with egg, cut up with egg and stuff. Yeah. So she got so – my mom hated, like, lunch meat.
1: Oh, okay.
0: She would just avoid it because she didn't like it. Occasionally, if we had some at home because of me and I made sandwiches, like, she'd have one, but it was very rare for her to – like, she would never crave, like, a deli sandwich or something. She didn't really like lunch meat. So we didn't have a lot of it. And until I started requesting it, um, we didn't really have it. Um, at home. So it was a lot of peanut butter and jelly. I sometimes got burritos or tacos. Mm Yeah. Okay. In my family, what everybody knows as a burrito, we call a taco Okay. because burritos aren't like really a Mexican thing. It's a kind of an Americanized type of food. You just call it a taco.
1: Yeah.
0: And a taco can be hard shell, soft shell, bundled up or folded in half. So I would get tacos for lunch. Like if we had, um, chorizo and eggs, for, like, over the weekend, and there was some left over. like, on Monday, I'd get, like, a chorizo egg and potato mm, taco yum. or something with my Doritos. Um And it was, like, a sandwich, a chip, a dessert, a juice, and, like, a piece of fruit, either, like, yeah. an apple or an orange occasionally, like, if there was something more exotic. um I, I never got, like, cut-up fruit, because I don't think, like, there was not the technology to, like, refrigerate your lunch, so it had to be mm-hmm. something that could keep You know, until lunchtime. Yeah. Um, I never ate in the school cafeteria beyond elementary school. I physically was in the cafeteria in junior high because it was also our auditorium. Same. Oh my god! Small schools. (laughs) (laughs) In. In high school, I literally never set foot in the cafeteria i I couldn't tell you where it was hmm. I never went inside you never ate the school food I never ate the school food oh. in junior high, never ate it in high school. I went into the lunchroom in junior high because there w- we there wasn't as much outdoor space, but in high school, we had the freedom to eat anywhere you wanted like uh, lunch it wasn't you know you could eat anywhere you wanted on campus. Oh my God that was so we would go not sit somewhere. A Oh yeah. Wasn't really allowed a lot in junior high. You tended to eat in the cafeteria fast and then you could go walk around whatever. You could um, leave the cafeteria? No, no, you, you you could leave the cafeteria, yeah, and walk around school if you wanted oh. to. But in high school, you could go anywhere you wanted if you had an off-campus like upperclassmen had off-campus passes so you could leave. If you off-campus were really lucky, passes. you had a, you had a you had a friend who had an off-campus pass and a car who would go get fast food and bring it to school. Like, oh for you. my God. I remember that there were people who used to go to the In-N-Out that's in Ventura. Um, and like come back with In-N-Out once in a while, like once in a great while. It was usually like McDonald's or Jack in the Box that was oh in God. town. But every once we... in a while, someone would go out. Yeah.
1: I rem- So my boo, maybe it's a California thing. My boo had a very similar experience where he was like allowed to leave the school. We were not, Mm -hmm. once you were in the school at 745, you were not allowed to leave the school until 245 or 315 or whenever we got out. So like the cafeteria, like if you had lunch and unless you had a specific teacher allowing you to be somewhere else, Mm -hmm. like in the band room, I see it in the band room a lot Mm -hmm. in high school, but like you had to be in the cafeteria. There was no leaving. There was no outside. Well, also, I, it was like the East Coast, so it was really cold, and gross. But there were no tables right. outside. Everything was inside.
0: I do remember uh, eating in classes. Like, there were friendlier teachers who would open up the classroom. Yeah. Uh, so you could eat and just sit in the class. It's usually if you had the class right after lunch. So you were already in class before yeah. um, the bell rang. But, yeah, if you were a junior or senior at my – School, at my high school, you could get an off-campus pass if you didn't have classes for certain times of the day. Oh my
1: god, that is like no. It yeah. was like well, it's
0: car culture too. Like everybody, a lot of people had cars. Yeah, a lot of the upperclassmen had cars. Yeah,
1: yeah, we had cars. It was just this weird. I don't know if it was like the county rules or whatever, because there's a neighboring county mm-hmm. that was like 30 minutes from us. That I think that they probably, I imagine they had, it was a little bit more progressive and a little bit something more similar to that. But I remember one time my friend Lene Keen and I tried to sneak out and leave because we had, oh yeah, we were trying to leave. I think we had like a um, independent study fourth period and Mm -hmm. like we literally chose band as our independent study. So we could just. Right. Stock the soda machines, which was one of the tasks of the, of the band leader, hashtag small schools. Um, or we would like just play instruments and just practice or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're like, let's leave. Let's try And then I remember the vice principal was like, hey, what are you doing? We we're like, nah, just getting something right. from our car. But you weren't supposed to go outside unsupervised. Right. Yeah. Man, this freedom. That's we weird. were so like locked into our school. Maybe it's changed since, but...
0: Well, our, I'm assuming that the campuses, I'm just realizing now that our campuses would have looked very different. Ours, especially the high school, was sprawled from like bottom of the hill up to the top of the hill. So it was like in multiple, Uh, it was very, very spread out. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of real estate uh, to be covered in between. Like math and science uh, classes were down at the bottom of the hill and then there was center courts, which is where there was more traditional building. It was, I think it was two stories. And then some parts of it were two stories, not all of it. And then there was the upper courts, which was up above the very top of the hill. Oh. So it was like three big sections of campus.
1: Oh. Uh, and then the gym
0: and everything outdoor, like for PE, was all to the side. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah we literally had, so how ours was mapped out was like, in the town that i grew up in which is federalsburg maryland it's very tiny like two thousand people and then our high school and a middle school were comprised of to the elementary schools were separate but then the high school and the middle school were anybody in caroline county essentially in this part of caroline county Mm -hmm. um so there was preston federalsburg and a little tiny town called harmony of like 100 people i don't think anybody had any kids um that went there but so it was the middle school that you would drive up. It was like 15 minutes from my house. So you'd have to drive. Basically, mm-hmm. it was like far. You have to take the bus or um, which sometimes you took the bus, number 19, um, or you would drive and someone would drop you off. And it mm-hmm. was like middle school, high school. <laughs> like they were next door to each oh. other and they were all just inside. Everything was inside. And then what was surrounding it were, well, there's farmland on one side and then it was the football field was in the back and then there was like baseball field and soccer field for the middle school and then soccer field hot field hockey field and um like softball and baseball fields for the high school in the back of it but that was it like it was everything was inside Hmm. the building it was just a parking lot in the front um that's all we had and maybe that's why they were so weird because we were really truly in the middle of nowhere um yeah, like just out in the country on Richardson Road. Yeah, it was the worst.
0: There's only, yeah, there's only one junior high, one high school in the town I grew up yeah. in. And I went to both of them. They were, yeah. Uh, junior high is a little more kind of in the commercial area, like near shopping centers and restaurants and oh, stuff. Okay. But the high school is smack in the middle of a residential area so just surrounded Uh, by
1: houses see that's how it used to be so like in the town that i grew up in which they have an elementary school um they don't have like the the town technically only has an elementary school it doesn't have a high school or a middle school it's like the county Mm -hmm. school these other towns make it up okay um so it used to just be the federalsburg school and it was k through 12 and it was a like a two-story building um, and then that was adapted when they built the middle school and the high school to incorporate anyone in technically Southern Caroline County, all the kids would go there. And there was a North Carolina high school. Why we weren't called South Carolina high school, I'll never know. We were called Colonel Richardson. High School and then North Carolina High School was the other half of the county and it was Way nicer it was way better It was way cooler it was Just so much better our school Was the worst and they knew It like they, like <laughs> We would get made fun of all the time because we were like This like hick school In the middle of nowhere in the middle yeah. of cornfields And other schools would tell us that All the time I remember
0: We had the reputation of being um, a tough crowd
1: oh you guys were tough
0: um I'm from Santa Paula California um, so Santa Paula High school had a bad reputation um, the town was I don't know if it still is it was at the in that time known like notorious among the county for being filled with like troublemakers it was supposed to be like allegedly like tons of fights like fights every day and gang members and all this scary stuff and it really Wasn't like there were fights from time to time, but
1: no more than any other, so
0: many that, like, yeah, than any other school, I imagine. Um, it was small though. I mean, there were maybe, oh god, like less for sure, like less than 200 per class, so maybe about 800 in the high school total at Mm -hmm. the most. Um, and it was just the one high school in town. There was another school just outside of town that went through middle school age like through eighth grade mm-hmm. um but they were a different district that was oh, okay that's my friend Jen went Mupu district
1: we had like and they were k pe- through eight. Oh, okay oh see our classes were like like there were 80 people per grade so 80 80- oh that's so tiny it was tiny um so, like, the middle school was even smaller because it was only three grades. It was 6, 7. Yeah. Eight. And then 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. It was just about eight. Like, my graduating class was, like, 80 people. Um, yeah. We were pretty little. And, like, I remember it was the, the school. I mean, the school fit it because it was just, like, a hallway. You walked in yeah. there. And a hall and, like a, then, like, a square section. And that was about it. And there was a hallway on the other. And the gym was, like, in the middle. So, it was, like, the deciding factor, the gym and the cafeteria. Yeah. Um, it maybe it looks like they've done some improvements to it recently. I haven't been back there in forever, so maybe it's gotten bigger. I don't know I think don't think the population's increased though so I can't imagine that it's had any reason for it to be bigger yeah. um okay, so speaking of school high school should we do um should we do clothes or should we do like television programs like fall programming
0: Um, oh, I do want to tell you one. I want to show you two visual aids. Yes. One, I obsessed with these um, peachy folders. Do you remember these? Oh, I don't know. I just sent it in the thing. They, they were like a yellowish orange kind of color with brown. What are these? And it depicted, yes, they depicted like, it was pictures of like, it looks like vintage sports drawings. There were track runners. Football players and like a woman or girl, I guess, playing tennis. (gasps) And they're peachy folders. It's P-E-E-C-H-E-E. I've never seen these Uh, before in my life. These were, I don't know if it's just the certain age, uh, the era that I went to school in. Everybody had peachy folders. So this was like the thing. They were cheap. And it was just a little like a paper folder that you would keep your um, pages stored in. I would be curious if you ask your brother and sister if they remember these. Because it might have just been a West Coast It might have been. Thing.
1: I'm going to ask them.
0: Because
1: um, I don't remember then, seeing these. Because like, I was kind of nosy. I mean, I was the younger sister. I don't remember mm-hmm. seeing these. Um... <gasps> what type of – oh, sorry. Go ahead. Give me, your, give me your other thing and then I'm going to ask you a question.
0: Oh, yeah. My other thing is here it is. I 100% had this pencil case. Mm. It was – Poochie. Oh, Poochie was a little, God, like, these. 80s toy. It was, like, a dog. And she was a little white dog with, uh, like, hot pink uh, paws. Yes. Uh, all four paws. And then she had, like, bangs and pigtails. Mm-hmm. And oh I don't God. remember every... I just remember that the advertisement was, like, Poochie. Poochie for girls was oh. the way, like, the, the little tagline. Yeah. So I had that poochy pencil case that oh kind of, God. it was a rectangle and it had hard plastic base, but then the lid was like a soft kind plastic squishy. smelled like with the 80s. Yeah. Squishy, yeah, yes. Hello Kitty smelling plastic. Yes.
1: Like just, it's like kind of it like it has a give to it. That was like it so gave, yeah.
0: the 80s it and was, 90s. Yeah. If yeah. you went to a Sanrio store in the 80s or 90s, all the wallets were made out of that squishy material. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm going to show you. I'm going to send you what my
1: pencil cases were like. Um, they were like, they were bigger. They're called like the Space Maker, I think. Um, okay. And they were, let me find the better one, because I think I literally had this exact one. Um they were just like a big box, but the lid was bumpy, if that makes any sense. A big plastic box. Okay. Um, Essentially, and you would just keep everything in there. Did you get a big pink eraser every year?
0: Yes, and I love yeah. to smell it on its own, mm-hmm. and then I love to erase something with it and smell it like the burning kind of smell. Yes. Um, oh, I remember these. I yeah. 100% remember these space makers. I don't yeah. think I ever had one. I remember seeing these. Um. I also had a lot of Smurf-themed things because, again, I was very hardcore into the Smurfs. And then oh. I went to visit Mexico, and there was some sort of era in the early to mid-80s where Smurfs were, like, really happening and having a moment. And oh. the Smurfs in Spanish are called the Pitufos. Oh, cute. So I had a lot of Spanish-language Smurf merch it's hard for me to think Uh, Um, so i remember having tons of like pencil cases pouches pens pens like a bunch of weird random crap that was all smurf themed because my parents knew i loved the smurf so much and when we were in mexico bought me tons of smurf merch uh, merch
1: mine was um a big one for me was nickelodeon and that would have been like late elementary Mm -hmm. school um, like the Nick cartoons had started to come out. Yes. And I remember I had this Nickelodeon pencil sharpener. Let me see if I can find it. Um, and it was just the coolest thing to me. I don't know how I got it. I don't know if I sent in like cereal box, like okay, tabs yeah, yeah. or not. Um, let me see. Cereal pencil case. I just, I loved the way it was shaped. Um oh pencil sharpener pencil sharpener um oh my god i just found it it said like yikes on it um let me see all you kids don't even know what pencil sharpeners are anymore um how old am i i want to send this to you (laughs) i'm just gonna take a screenshot Um, I loved it. I thought it was the coolest thing. And it was like your own personal one, but it was like a wall one, but you had it. Like it would, it never stood up. I mean, it was terrible, but I loved it.
0: It I remember classroom bold to the wall. Yes. Pencil sharpeners or to the top of the
1: desk.
0: The smell. Oh, I remember these. I remember these. Yeah. I loved that. Um,
1: Okay, should have hung so, on to it. Look at that,
0: twenty two ninety nine now. Speaking
1: of Nickelodeon, let's jump into shows and like fall TV because that was such okay. an exciting. I loved that. I lived for that. I was like, I was, I was into school, but I was also super into all the television that I was gonna watch um, after school I loved uh, on the
0: weekends. Watching television. Yeah. Let me tell you, Katie. Back in my day, I am old enough to remember a time before cable TV, Mm -hmm. which meant that we had 13 channels. End of sentence. Yeah. 13 channels. That's it. Um, I live in a small town. Well, what I always thought was a very small town, realizing talking to people like you who actually came from real small towns, that we just were in the sticks. We were like a pretty medium sized town in the sticks. Um, but we got cable TV out here for some reason. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, I don't know why, but this area got cable boxes before a lot of other people. Like I remember talking to friends from other areas that were like, you have MTV, like we got MTV super early. Mm -hmm. And my parents also both loved television. So splurged and goddess cable boxes like yeah but they were brown cable boxes with a little like a, a numbered panel that went across it and then there was like a little um arrow indicator and you would zip it left and oh right god like, zip, yeah zip, 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 to get what to the right was channel that, do you think? and we would oh god it had to have been like god maybe like 83 84 something okay. like that like it was super yeah. early 80s yeah I would have been about like anywhere from eight, like seven to ten-ish, something like that. Um, but I remember we got MTV really early. We had like HBO and stuff like that um, because I would sometimes play hooky from school, like pretend to be sick so I could stay home and watch HBO all day long. Oh, my long. God. Um, because they had tons of they, – they only had so many things to watch, so a lot of things repeated themselves. Yeah. And I remember this movie called The Peanut Butter Solution. Oh, my God. Um,
1: My brother was just talking about this movie and how horrifying it is.
0: It was terrifying because they would grow. They would make these kids curse these kids and their hair would just keep growing and growing. And this guy was cutting their hair and making like super artisanal, fine quality paint brushes out of them. Mm -hmm. And the way that they stopped the curse of your hair never stopped the well, way your hair never stopped growing was to smear peanut butter over your head and that was like yeah. that was the cure for that curse and the curse being your hair never stopped growing please curse me with that <laughs> because I would live for like never ending hair um but the peanut butter solution was one of those movies that was always on cable so it was mm-hmm. like the gate Yeah, uh, the yeah, horror yeah, movie yeah. with like a very young Steven Dorff um and I remember like Chud uh was a horror movie because one day Dr. Boyfriend and I were talking about horror movies and then somehow Chud got brought up and I like just without anybody asking, just went cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. And he was like, how do you know what Chud means? And I was like, cause I've seen that movie like 50 fucking times. And that was an HBO movie. It was always on. I always watched it.
1: Okay. So you are, it's a Friday night. You are school. The week is through. What is baby Vanessa putting on the television? What is she watching?
0: Let me tell you. I don't know if all these shows came on Friday, but let me tell you. And in this dream universe, they did. Okay. Unlimited. I could binge all these shows if I wanted. I would be watching my number one, Punky Brewster.
1: Oh, yes. Okay.
0: Always and forever punky Brewster I was a hardcore punky Brewster girl still remember the episode where one of their friends got trapped inside a refrigerator haunts me (laughs) to this day um the facts of life yes I loved um I have been told my entire life by one of my uncles that I look like Lisa Welchel who well I look like a a dark like a Latina version of Lisa Welchel please Mm -hmm. google her it's true yeah. Um it's very Lisa Walter from The Facts of Life, she played Blair. Mm-hmm. And then one of our therapists, the adorable Ginger, mm-hmm. came in one day and told me he was watching late night TV and she was on some <sighs> late night thing. And he was like, You really like, well, you don't look like it. You used to resemble and I was like, Yeah, it's it's right here. It's this mm-hmm. part of my face. I was like, My uncle's told me that my entire life. It's just she's a blonde and I'm a brunette, obviously, but that it's like a very similar face. Yeah. Um, That's not the only reason I love that show, but I just love that I love the facts of life, family ties. Hmm. Mister Belvedere came a little yes. bit later on, uh, later on. I was a little bit older with Mister Belvedere, but a true flashback. You might not even remember this. You may not have heard of it even. Square Pegs.
1: Oh, I've never seen Square, square Pegs.
0: Square Pegs was brilliant, starring a young. Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh. She and her friend were the nerds because they were the square pegs and the round holes. Like, so they were okay. the two that didn't fit. Like, they were the outcasts that didn't fit in. It. But mm-hmm. it's Sarah Jessica Parker. So she was beautiful, fashionable, and amazing, and also like super smart and kind of awkward in this. And it's, yeah, uh, it was great. I loved Square Pegs. They had a cute, like, very 80s uh, theme song that just said Square Pegs, Square, Square, Square Pegs. <laughs> that was the theme. It didn't take a lot to impress us back then. Uh, Yeah, those are like, those are the shows I remember, like, needing to watch, Mm. like, had to watch, couldn't get enough of them.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay, so I remember watching a lot of those shows, too, probably because of my older siblings. But, like, baby Katie's, like, must-haves. So Nickelodeon was huge for me in elementary school and um, beyond. So they had summer programming, but the programming that you had to watch was SNCC. that Saturday Night Nickelodeon. Oh. And that aired August 1992. Yeah. So oh, I was God, seven. I, I, was,
0: I was 16 years old.
1: <laughs> I was seven. We were watching a little bit of different, different programming. Um,
0: different vibes.
1: So so my sister was 14. So you guys were probably watching similar mm-hmm.
0: things. Um, some, some trash, yeah.
1: <laughs> so the those shows were Clarissa Explains It All. They were Pete and Pete. Okay. They were Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, they were Salute Your Shorts. Um, you Can't Do That on Television. From what I remember,
0: the shows that I, I remember- loved You Can't Do That on you Television. You Can't Do That on Television was so good. Loved. Now- But this was like before SNCC. This was when it was just- yeah. On uh, like regular old Nickelodeon. Yeah, I was going to say, it.
1: like I looked up this list and it was naming all of these shows that were on technically SNCC. I think the list is a bit incorrect because I don't, the shows I remember being on SNCC, Clarissa, I remember Pete and Pete, it was like a great Halloween episode. Oh, it's so good. Um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Absolutely. Terrified the shit out of me. Um, all that. I remember all that was on SNCC. Um mm-hmm. And so those were, that was the Saturday night I think maybe um, Alex Mack was also on that. Um, And then other shows like Salute Your Shorts. I think that was a summertime thing because it was a camp show. So I don't think that was on SNCC. Okay. I loved Salute Your Shorts. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there is the TGIF. Not Nickelodeon, but
0: I think ABC was ABC TGIF. Yes. I remember this. Yes. We would have been watching some of the same, like just the 10 of us.
1: Oh my God! Just the ten of us. Step by step was on there. Um, Full mm-hmm. House, mm-hmm. Um, Boy Meets World, um, Family t- uh, Family Matters was on. Yeah. Um, what else
0: was on TGIF? Um, I don't Home remember all of TGIF. Was that Thursday? Nights? I remember like the improvement might have been Thursday. I don't remember TGIF. Yeah. I, I know for sure just the ten of us because I, mm-hmm. I used to love that stupid show um i never really watched um what's it called oh my god i just forgot the name of it It just popped out of my head full house the full house i never really watched a lot of full house i watched some of the earlier episodes and then like i i outgrew the Mm -hmm. show i was like outliving some teenage mutant life yeah um but I remember at least the beginning of TGIF because mm-hmm. I would be watching it and then, like, i either go to a friend's house or a friend would come over or we'd go out and do something. Um, yeah. So we only watched, like, the, maybe the first couple of shows that were on and then didn't – not the rest.
1: Yeah. Like, I can remember the smell of the air sitting and watching, like, Pete and Pete. Like, I – like, mm. it was cold. Like, everything kind of matched, too, because they were in Canada and it was, like, East Coast, like – Everything kind of coincided. It was so 90s with the flannel and the, oh God, I just remember. And I remember wanting to be Clarissa from Clarissa Explains It All so badly. I was so thirsty and hungry for some kind of culture. And I just, I was obsessed. I wanted to just watch and watch and watch those shows. I wanted to be in those shows. I did not want to be in this like podunk hick town. I wanted to be, I wanted to have like a cute Friend that climbed up a ladder and had my, like, little um, pet alligator named Elvis. Like, I could deal with Ferguson. Like, I wanted to be um, – and then come to find out, like, the shows that were based in California, like the Saved by the Bells, come to find out that you guys had, like – you had outdoors time and could go, and, like, the schools literally looked like that. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. crazy. I. I um remember thinking it was really weird. I didn't see like all in one building schools until oh. like movies started to happen. Oh yeah. And I would see like, what is this? Like a whole fucking building is just the school like where's where's the courtyard? Where's like upper courts? Like yeah. where do they go sit like where do they go sit outside?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe the weather is why? Just a different I guess yeah. Of architecture, yeah, I guess um yeah yeah
0: that's wild um like the classic california taco bell building architecture yes <laughs> there's that art museum not far from our work uh mm-hmm. that's an old taco bell that is obviously an old taco bell because it's got yeah. them arches
1: yeah <laughs> okay so last and certainly I'm not culture. least we have to talk about back to school clothing
0: Back to school clothing is really where I got into, I mean, the supplies got me turned. Yes. But I was in it for the back to school clothes because first day I came look. from one of those weird, I I had to have a first day Luke, but I also got a lot of clothes. Like that was mm. an area where my mom was like willing to like throw down some real cash. Yeah. Um, and I got to have like all new back to school wardrobes. It was one of the only things that I got to do that people like kids on TV got to do Mm -hmm. that is like, oh, I didn't just get like one or two new things. I got to, I got to go to the store and like pick out, oh, I need like three or four dresses, a few pairs of pants, a bunch of shirts. Um, and then like two or three pairs of shoes. Like I, I got spoiled for back to school stuff. Um, I realized some of it is I was outgrowing things, duh. But it didn't occur to me then. I just thought like, oh, this is like a thing. Like, I yeah. get to like have like this fashion moment. Like, who are you going to be this year, <laughs> Vanessa? Um, here's another one of my links. Let me show you. So these are, I think that these are um, bass shoes. Um, they're the very soft. It's like a yeah. an Oxford style. But it's very soft. Uh, So not like a structured man's shoe. It's almost like if an Oxford and a Ked had a baby. Yeah. And we used to call these, in my family, we call these Duran Duran shoes. Why? Because in an early Duran Duran video, the guys were wearing these. And I I was like, I want those. I want those shoes. I need those shoes. Oh, my
1: God. I don't think
0: I ever got them in red. Like the ones I showed Katie are red. I don't think I ever got them in red. But I had them, I think I had it in, like, a really light, like, dusty pink and maybe, like, a gray or something.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, and I
0: remember because Payless started making them. They, the, oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The originals, I think, are these bass that were gonna be way, would have been way too expensive. But Payless had a dupe of it. So I didn't give a shit. I wanted them. And so I didn't care about labels. I didn't know that like Payless wasn't cool. I was like, "Uh, I could get two of these at Payless. Yeah. So I'm getting two of them. (laughs) Um, And I remember vans being a really big deal Mm -hmm. uh, at some point. Like I was young and my cousins had them and I wanted them. And I think I got the black and white checker van, the classic black and white checkered van, slip on van. Um, But I remember my mom would get very annoyed trying to buy me shoes because my feet were just growing so fast. Yeah. And I would destroy, I was like a shoe destroyer. I don't know what I did to them. I don't remember ever like chewing on them specifically or anything, but I just destroyed shoes. Like a, a shoe wouldn't last me six months. Yeah. It didn't matter how good or how cheap or how expensive, how well made, how poorly made. Six months was the absolute maximum that shoes would last me. I would just like tear through them. Yeah. Um, And I really don't know. I I was a bit of a foot. I still am a bit of a foot dragger. Like when I walk, um, the ball of my foot scrapes the ground ever so slightly. And I don't know if I just did that more as a kid, if I just didn't care and was just abusing these shoes. I don't know. But my mom hated (laughs) having to buy me shoes because shoes were expensive.
1: Yeah. Shoes, yeah, shoes were super expensive. Um, so I remember, so I did, again, I got a lot of hand-me-downs, but I would, I had, like, one of my good friends was similar, where, like, they didn't have a ton of money, but her mom, like, when it came to, like, her back-to-school, like, wardrobe, mm-hmm. like, that's where the money was going. Um yeah. And so, like, for me, I remember, this is when I first got my obsession with tops like shirts Mm -hmm. because we did not have a lot of money and like my mom wasn't quite didn't quite understand the like the social aspect of name brand things and not having name brand things which in Mm -hmm. elementary school it's okay but then it starts to get worse when you get middle school and high Mm -hmm. school um so I do remember we would get one pair of shoes we would always go to the outlets And we would get one pair of shoes, most of the time on clearance, but sometimes ever so we could convince her. Payless was big, though. We spent a lot of money at Payless growing up. Um, Why would you not? Um, And then I do remember I would get pants and I would get things. But I remember thinking, oh, if I have a bunch of different tops, I can wear these same pants. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to know. I'm just going to like accessorize it so I would always have very 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 simple shoes that went with everything because I knew I wasn't going to have a lot of things um Mm -hmm. and so I the tops were what I always focused on like different shirts so that it looked like I had more than I actually had and I mean we did a lot of like thrift store I've there was like Family Dollar moments. There were Walmart moments. I mean, we this was way before we had a Target. We didn't get a Target until like the two thousands where my parents are. Um, oh wow, it was a long time. Yeah, so like Walmart and like there was a Peebles. I don't think that there's Peebles out here. Um, we would go there and like raid their, um, their clearance. Like re- weirdly enough, my grandparents never bought us any back-to-school clothes but my grandmother would buy the like buy us like nice clothes at christmas time i remember like she bought me a really nice jacket but i don't it was always my parents giving a you know money like a i remember a book bag was always a big thing um so i would get mm-hmm. a new well sometimes it'd have to be a little finagling to convince them to buy me a new book bag and then elementary school is when i cared about that and then I stopped caring. I was like, I'll just use my green one, whatever. Who cares? Um, but it was like right. the Lands End or the JanSport were like the only backpacks you could have um, in middle school. I remember the JanSport. I had a like a hunter I, green JanSport. That was my bag.
0: With, I had a burgundy one. Mm, mm-hmm. um, with backpacks though, I until that JanSport, I tended to go for fashion over function.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, like I was willing to break my stupid back if it just looks like <laughs> look fierce like I want the cute little bag that nothing will fit in and I'll just carry everything else because I was an idiot um but I remember people sounds familiar but I don't know if it's just because I've heard the name maybe somebody else mentioning it yeah but out here there was in the shopping center like right around the corner from me still um there used to be a clothing store there called Beano's mm like b-e-a-n dash o's oh (laughs) something like that and that's where everybody went because this was it's a small town so we didn't have Mm -hmm. a big like department store or anything it was more of like a general store where you could get uh, it's like a target basically you could get like household stuff but they also had clothing and i remember like beano's was like a place a place where like I remember as a young kid, like, oh, big kids come here. Like, this uh, is like a cool spot. Like, this is going to be a place where, Like, I got to remember this. I'll come back here. Yeah. And I truly don't remember where my mom bought stuff for me. I don't think we did a lot of local shopping. My mom was a fan of the mall mm-hmm. that uh, was in another town. Uh, just Because it had more stores. And I remember yeah. the Little Folk Shop. Oh, it was a store called the Little Folk Shop. And their commercial was Little Folk Shop at the Little Folk Shop. And Great. Um, there was, like, a playground or, like, a, some kind of, like, playground equipment or something in it. I got it. Hold on. Let me look this up. I want to see Little and Folk's. see if it was, if this was, like, just a regional thing. Little Folk yeah, Shop. I don't remember No. That. No, it must. Wait. the Clothing of the 80s. Little Folk Shop. What? Yeah. Yes, it was. Okay. Close of the eighties, little folks shop, uh, boys, girls, and babies, children's peril. It was in the eighties. Amy buyer who still designs today, ruffled sleeves, horizontal striped skirts with the deep V solid color yokes and coordinating tops. Uh, okay. Yeah. ID bracelets, circle sleeves. I, I, a hundred percent. So people, this is like some sort of eighties message board like a reddit thing kind of where people were saying uh Smart was another place um let's see oh yeah someone's saying like I worked there at the at, uh, the mall in torrance in 82 oh my god it was my favorite store oh yeah I shopped at the one in the Thousand Oaks mall in the early 80s when I was about 6 to 9 I got my purple corduroy kickers and the match and a matching top that had a pink it had pink and purple hearts all over yeah so oh, it was like god. kind of more like fun patterns yeah uh like it was for little kids so it was like bold colors a lot of patterns and i remember loving that store because it had a playground in it like i didn't care so much about what i bought every once in a while i'd find like a dress or something that i really loved and had to have But for the most part my mom picked everything out for me oh my god that might have been where i got my favorite dress because i've talked about this before i know because my favorite dress, the label on it said my favorite dress. Like it was called my favorite oh. dress brand. <laughs> and it was that that black and white polka dot one that I had that looked like a flamenco dress when I was sitting down because I had the big poofy sleeves. Yeah. Oh, I loved the little folk shop. But that was like as a little, little kid. I really don't remember like once I started to get older and was a teenager – I truly don't remember where I bought clothes anymore. Like I know some stuff was Lane Bryant. Um, and I think just like Macy's probably was a lot of it. Uh, yeah. a lot of it was coming from Macy's. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I know. and then oh. I was in, the, I was the age of the jelly. Oh <gasps> yeah. Jelly shoes, fucking blisters, the jelly purses. And uh, jelly bracelets, like the ones Madonna wore, like those blue ones. Mm-hmm. Or oh, sorry, they're not blue. They were black. Yeah. Um, those, I remember the swap meet. I hated going to the swap meet because it sucked. And my mom made us walk through every single aisle. But uh, it was a treasure trove for knockoffs. Mm. Anything that was popular and expensive, you could get it at the swap meet for a third of the price. No quit. Yeah. Where, where was it just in town? No. You know where the Barnes and Noble in Ventura is? Uh Uh-huh. That whole shopping center, Uh all of that used to be a drive-in. Wow. And that was the, uh, yeah, that was the swap meet over the weekend, like on Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember. Maybe both days. See, we, I was. That whole parking lot, all of that. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. That's a huge area.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm
1: -hmm. I was a slap bracelet
0: kid. I remember slap bracelets. I yeah. I think I was a little older and I saw them and goofed around with them but I don't think I ever actually like yeah. coveted them. I had some but they I were think a little, they got banned yeah. from school. Because I mean that's shit, Yes because huh? like everything else <laughs> like everything else if you Let's could do some it. sort of physical damage with them kids will figure it out.
1: We're gonna Lunch boxes,
0: bracelets. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. I can like the air has kind of turned a little bit here. Um, so it's making me feel very nostalgic. Um, oh yeah. For a back to school life. Um, um,
0: so summer was, it has been a very strange journey for 2020. So uh, let's just press forward and enjoy clean, fresh notebooks. Yeah. Uh, number two pencils, Ticonderoga, the only pencil you should ever have. Oh, um, a dream. Truth, Truth, I once, our Wi-Fi password at work for, like, employees, used to for the good Wi-Fi, used to be Ticonderoga, <laughs> but Dan, our coworker and friend, uh, couldn't remember how to spell it or what the yes. name of it was, so when okay. we had to have service done, I wasn't there, and she changed it to something else that, because she couldn't remember the word. She just knew it was oh stupid pencils, and I was like, how dare you, man, Ticonderoga.
1: Um I literally. Well, actually, we are going to go back to school a little bit. I've been doing some summer classes, we are. but um, mm-hmm. the dreamboat of Vanessa is joining me for the back to school online French class that we've been doing. That she's yeah. the person that got me involved in it and started it in the first place. Mm-hmm. She's the trailblazer mm-hmm. that took that first class by herself um, at
0: an adult school,
1: and it's great. And I have fresh ticonderogas. I have a fresh notebook. Um, And yeah, just if you're having anxiety, that's totally normal. If you're going back to school, if you've got kids that are going back to school, if you're stressed about the schedule where they're at home Mm -hmm. sometimes and sometimes they're there, just try and find little pockets maybe of joy or fun in the process. I've seen a lot of parents and a lot of educators um, who I know personally um, making the best of it. And making amazing back to school videos or making amazing little setups for their kids um so there is some kind of sense of like fun and and um passion for learning because learning is so important um right but yeah, and I mean, and for some kids like my nephew, one of my nephews um not actually having to go back to the school is a positive experience for him so some kids are experiencing mm-hmm. that yeah. where normally they'd have to go in an environment where they are don't fit in and don't feel good and aren't comfortable and now they're getting to stay home um and it's acceptable there's like less anxiety when everybody's doing it and you're not just the odd person out um so yeah take care of yourselves um buy us some Ticonderoga pencils and send them to us or buy us some college ruled notebooks. We'll use them. Um, some trap keepers. Yeah.
0: Or go to the people in your life that you love, check their notebooks. If it's wide ruled, toss them right into the fire and replace them with college ruled. (laughs) There you go. So, um, That's, that's my takeaway.
1: Happy learning. Happy all that. Um, if you want to find us, you want more episodes, of course you do. We are The Bottom Bible. Anywhere you look, there we will be. Instagram, um, uh, Gmail, thebottombible@gmail.com. Send us an email. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Podcast. Just look up The Bottom Bible if you want to see show notes.
0: Can't remember. Yeah. Can't remember it all. Just thebottombible.com. All the show notes, all the show episodes and what they're about and all the links to all the things all there.
1: And when we eventually launch our Patreon, it'll be the Bottom Bible Patreon edition. Mm-hmm.
0: Everything, just everything. Yeah, figure it out now. Yeah, yeah. Get into it.
1: Get into it. Do it. Come on and do it. You got guts. That was another show that I loved. Um, these kids got guts. All right. Um, <laughs> now to the leaderboard. Float. Okay. For those kids that know guts, y'all. That was a great time. The crack. Okay um that's it we're
0: out of here that's it we we out Bye. school's out
1: school is Bye. out i'm brushing my hair with my ticonderoga school's
0: in it's out but for us we out we're out we're in like that a, we can opt in two opt two out of deliveral. school
1: i don't know at this point oh it's the worst all right the worst a
0: Freshly, freshly, perfectly sharpened pencil. That the minute you put it to pen to the paper, the tip snaps off. Ugh!
1: While you're taking a standardized test, story of my life.
0: I feel it in my bones <gasps> when
1: you do the um, mechanical pencil too long and it breaks. It's the worst.
0: Oh, I can't use a mechanical pencil. Those tips be too oh, fine.
1: Oh, I loved them.
0: It's number two or nothing. Number two <laughs> or nothing,
1: Katie. <laughs> i think the only reason i don't use a mechanical pencil is because i don't like plastic but i do love the ticonderoga nothing writes like a ticonderoga
0: this it's the scratch of a ticonderoga on paper that gets me your bot gets me right right in the feels can hear it right in the right in the dylan mckay feels
1: (laughs) i feel like dylan mckay maybe should have (laughs) a few more notebooks
0: (laughs) (laughs) such a fucking idiot I was like, yeah. I don't really remember him with a notebook, but yeah. Oh. I also
1: don't know if aspiring to be Bob Dylan is the best thing in the world. (laughs) But it's where my mind takes me.
0: And mine went right to 90210. (laughs) There we are. All right, y'all. Sharpen your pencils. Get back to school. Let us know how it's going. Live your best Ticonderoga life. Send
1: us pictures of your old school supplies. We'd love to see them. Oh, yes. That's not code for penises. No. (laughs) I don't want to see your pencils. I want to see the...
0: Keep them in them Trapper Keepers. Don't Don't send us your
1: Ticonderogas. Just keep them in those Trapper Keepers. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. bye, 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 bye,
1: bye, To tell me what you want from me. I, I really need it. I really need it. To tell me what you want from me.